0: Good morning, beautiful people. You know, Harry sends me the little, his little AI assistant sends me the message uh, that you're going to be on in 20 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Love Baths Love Talk. It's Friday. Oh, it is Friday. We got here, people. We slid into the end of the week. And it's it felt like the week flew by to me. Like, I felt like I was at breakneck pace from like, monday (laughs) so you know it's just uh it's all good so it's friday in the elm i think the weather is pretty uh i think the weather is pretty damn good uh and uh i think today will be a good day tomorrow will be pretty good i don't know about talking about sunday though i think sunday is going to be the day we get washed out but who knows you know the weather is
1: janky so uh uh so no, i'm just
0: uh i'm just uh happy that i made it through the weekend so let me just say this happy hanukkah to all my sisters and brothers of the jewish faith happy hanukkah and uh there's a quote by a rabbi that i like very much that i sent around yesterday i think uh and i just i just liked it because it just speaks to uh this time of year so it's a it's a quote by uh, rabbi lord jonathan sacks and he just says for though my faith is not yours and your faith is not mine if we are each free to light our own flame together we can banish some of the darkness of the world. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, what is happening? So it's a little after nine. Uh, I talked about the weather. I'm going to jump right into Advent and safe travels uh, to uh, the Possible Futures gang and the uh, culturally, culturally, culturally lit team um, they are taking a road trip to the Library of Congress this weekend, and uh, and some bookstores along the way, and I can't wait to see the pictures and the treasures that they uh that they uh they get up with. So so safe travels to my family, to my friends on the road this morning, and uh, I can't wait to see what they discover. I look forward to the pictures, and uh, I know it's going to be a a good-ass time, and I wish I could go, but you know, I can't go to everything, although I wanted to go, but I can't go, so have got other commitments. I'm going to go see uh, A Year of Magical Thinking tomorrow night. I think tomorrow night is the last night for it, so I'm going to go see it, and I'm, I'm delighted to see it, and uh, I can't say where I'm seeing it because I don't think it's been released, uh, but I know where I'm seeing it at, and I can't wait, So, so anyway, let me Let's 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 get a little advent moment in while we are uh while we're in the space, you know. I might as well. Uh, uh you know, I've been reading the Advent uh messages, letters, writings by Hannah Brinter, who I am such a fan of and have been for quite some time. And I and I, you know, I read her Advent messages every every year. I mean, I follow her. I started following her with The World Needs More Love Letters. I don't know, maybe a little more than a decade ago, probably more. But I've been a, a love letter writer from the very beginning. Um, and when I found about her, uh, I just enjoyed I just enjoyed following along and then participating. And so I've been participating, you know, uh, by myself for years and years and years. This year, I'm doing it uh, with folks and we're going to do it at a... Uh, Possible Futures Bookstore. So my my dear sister Lo, who does all my creative art stuff, is crafting uh the the Christmas caroling schedule and the uh, the world need more love letter love letter campaign for 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 the holidays. Uh, but anyway, Hannah Brincher uh uh is has a the faith she has a faith that I kind of share, so uh, we we are very much alike. Uh, in our, in our reach for uh, divinity. So uh, today's reading is, uh, it's December 8th, right? And uh, uh, this one is entitled, uh, this one is titled, uh, There's Something About Mary. And it's the uh, Magnificat. It's the Magnificat. Okay. So, and you know, for those of you uh
1: that are uh uh christian uh, you know
0: uh, this season uh is the season of the 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 waiting for the birth of christ um and so uh uh the magnificat is latin and it means uh, praises so, and it's taken from the Luke Gospel. So I'm gonna read read it today and uh, ta, 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 ta. she didn't have a a, uh, a particular scripture that she's reading oh yeah, yeah yeah, yep she's reading from Luke uh, one uh, uh, book one forty46 to fifty five. And First Samuel, Samuel, uh, two one through ten. So, so the Magnificat is it's just the hymn for uh, Mary's praise of the Lord. So, just a little little Bible lesson for y'all. But uh, so here we go, uh, Magnificat. A, a central theme of this Advent series is. Uh, scraping long-held assumptions surrounding the Christmas story and getting to the truth beneath the cultural layers. As I spent years researching, I've learned just how many assumptions I made about this story that were never based in the Bible. And a lot of these assumptions had to do with Mary. In the account of Luke, Mary, upon finding out that she is pregnant, goes to visit her cousin, Elizabeth, Elizabeth is six months pregnant at this time. Upon her arrival, Mary burst into song. Scholars refer to this anthem as Mary's song. Mary's song, also known as the Magnificat, which is Latin for my soul magnifies the Lord, is the most extended set of words spoken by a woman in the New Testament. It's not surprising that Luke would be the one to write Mary's song down. You might say that Luke had a good bit of girl power brimming inside of him. He hailed from Macedonia, a region where women were more emancipated than others. When Luke gets the chance to highlight women, he does it. He does it with bells on. I invite you, I invite you to read the Magnificat and look closely at each line my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior for god has looked with favor on the lowliness of the almighty servant surely from now on all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is god's name God's mercy is for those who fear God from generation to generation. God has shown strength with God's arm. God has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and I and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. God has helped servant Israel in remembrance of God's mercy according to the promise God made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. I have to remind myself that as bold as this song is, Mary was singing it with what had to be a great deal, a great sense of uncertainty. I mean, imagine you're 13 13 years old and newly impregnated by the Holy Spirit. She risked being stoned as an adulteress, and still she loudly proclaimed the pregnancy as a miracle. It's not hard to see why God chose Mary to carry out this mission. She was all in from the very beginning. Mary's song is reminiscent of Hannah's prayer found in 1 Samuel. It's evident that Mary knew her Scriptures, and it's likely she fashioned her song after a long-time Old Testament hero of hers, Hannah. Don't sleep on Mary, though. This isn't some simple anthem of joy. It's a powerhouse ballad. Mary knew the authority governing her over her, and she cried out with a bigger vision for her and her people. My Lord scatters the proud. He knocks tyrants off their high horses. The starving poor sat down to a banquet. The callous rich were left out in the cold. Mary is proclaiming a revolution. She's foretelling a new story that is going to change everything she's, uh, everything. She's flipping the system on its head with her prayers. Push over, Katniss. Mary just volunteered as tribute and she is boldly entering the Hunger Games a battle between the lowly districts and the monopolizing capital. In this case, the capital was Herodium. I learned in my research that from anywhere in Bethlehem, the little town where Mary gives birth to Jesus, you could see Herodium, Herodium, Herodium. The lights from Herod's resort would dominate the night sky, William Barclay writes in his commentary on Luke. As Mary gave birth to Jesus, the powers that be were in plain sight. Just wow. Throughout history, generations of poor and oppressed have found themselves in Mary's song. Sister Elizabeth Johnson writes, the Magnificat is a revolutionary song of salvation whose political, economic, and social dimensions Cannot be blunted. People in need in every society hear a blessing in this canticle. The battered woman, the single parent without resources, those without food on the table or without even a table, the homeless, the young abandoned to their own devices, the old who are discarded, all are encompassed in the hope Mary proclaims. Her words are so power packed with hope they've been banned in several countries. During the British rule of India, Mary's song was banned from being sung in church because the government felt it would fill the people with too much hope. The military of Argentina outlawed the use of Mary's song in the 1980s after the mothers and abuelas of the Plaza de Mayo marched through the streets hoisting signs with Mary's song plastered on them as they rebelled for their children who gone missing in the dirty war. Dietrich Bonhoeffer called the Magnificat the most passionate, the wildest, one might even say the most re- re- revolutionary hymn ever sung. Mary wasn't a random choice as the mother of Jesus. We learn so much from, other, from our mothers and the examples that they set for us. I believe the same happened for Jesus as Mary raised him with her hopeful yet rebel spirit. As Jesus saw the burnt out, so did Mary. As Jesus toppled the hierarchy on his head, so did Mary. As Jesus acknowledged the poor in spirit, so did Mary. This mission of Jesus was always for the downcast, for the lowly, for the forgotten, the one sitting at the banquet table in Mary's song. So here's still this prayer. You know, take what you need from it and then leave whatever you need by the side of the road for somebody else. Dear God, give me a merry spirit. I want eyes to see the things that break your heart. I want ears to hear the cries of people in need. I want a conviction that is never comfortable with the way things are, but strives for justice for all. Give me a merry spirit. If you need someone to rally for change, I'm ready to step in. Amen, amen. Ashe, Ashe. That's, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. So Mary's song, also known as the Magnificat. There it is for you. Though you know, So let, let me give it to you one more time so you have it. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. For God has looked with favor on the lowliness of the almighty servant. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me and holy is God's name. God's mercy is for those who fear God from generation to generation. God has shown strength with God's arm. God has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. God has helped serving Israel in remembrance of God's mercy. According to the promise God made to our ancestors, to Abraham, and to his descendants forever. So take what you need, people. Give me a merry spirit. Give us all a merry spirit. Give us all a merry spirit. <laughs> so that's uh that is the uh the advent lesson for today. Uh if you follow along, Hannah Brencher, you know, it's B-R-E-N-C-H-E-R, go and, and sign up. I don't think it's too late. And you can find it on uh you can find her on Instagram. You definitely find her on Facebook and uh, and follow along for the weekend if you feel so inclined. Because I, I, I won't be reading this to y'all over the weekend. I'll be back at it on Monday. <laughs> I'm committed to reading it Monday through Friday on air out loud. But y'all are happy to do so at your leisure uh, uh, over the weekend and just stay on top of it. This is the season of magic, of mystery and miracles. It's uh it's uh it's Hanukkah, the season of lights. And uh and and let us all light a way to peace, prosperity, uh, shelter, uh, food, you know, uh, and kindness. Let us we have the tools. We have we have more than enough tools. We have the tools. <laughs> Let's use them for the greater good, people. Let's use them. So anyway, uh I, I f- always feel lifted when I when I when I you know this season of advent. And I wanted to mark the season of advent by doing something. And uh and it just feels good. Just doesn't it feel good? It feels good to me. I hope it feels good to you. I was a damn sure it feels good to me. Uh uh, so. Uh, let's see. What am I? I'm trying to, oh, there's nothing in there. Okay. <laughs> All right. I had to drop something else off in my, um, let me see what I got in here. Okay. There we
1: go. we got stuff. We got it. 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 And uh, let's see, I want to, I want to, uh, it's been lovely.
0: So, yeah, let's get into it. Also, you know, I was watching the news, I guess, and and I guess I came across it uh, on the New Haven Independence site, this woman, the official place on leave, after reporting questionable immigrant marriages to feds. And, and why does she get to sort of, how does she get to determine what's questionable? Oh, she's just assuming because they're immigrants, they're just trying to get married to be here. Is that, is that what you're doing, girl? I hope you lose your damn job for this foolishness. And you know what? I'm sure they're looking for people just like you in the dirty South. Get up out of Connecticut with your foolishness. And you're going to lose your job behind this mess. And you know what? If I go in that office and I need help, I'm going to say, I don't want her helping me because I don't trust her ability. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> you know that's too bad i you know i just you know uh I, I just feel i just feel like people everybody's out of their bag for stuff and uh and i know this woman is probably she's probably nice and she's probably thinks she's doing some american handiwork i i don't know I can't ever tell white folks what they, what they think about, but I'm sure she believes that she was doing some kind of service, but that's a, that's a, that's a heavy lift for, you know, for somebody. And is that in your job description to sort of, uh, you know, to, uh to uh call up on these people? I mean, I don't, I don't, how do you know it's illegal activity? How do you know that when people come for marriage license? How do you know that? And 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 what training do you have to sort of do that kind of uh 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 discerning, you know? I, I just I just uh I, I don't know I, I don't know how you you uh uh get there. And I mean, if she thinks there's some human trafficking going on, I I don't, I mean, don't you have a supervisor? Like, don't you have a conversation with people before you make these calls? Like, who do you report to? Like, there has to be a chain of command. I've not read the article. I'm just going on what I'm reading in people's comments. Because sometimes the comments are just, will get you you to the gist of things really quickly. Uh, So... I, you know, I, I don't know if they're making her out to be a hardened criminal. I don't, I don't think that. But I, I do think that, you know, people often take things into their own hands without, without really understanding consequences. And and what exactly are you doing? And and are you trained to do that? And who do you report to? And who signed off on you doing that? And is that part of your your job? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get some sense of like what is happening. okay so so i guess the law requires connecticut municipal officials to report their suspicions uh but, but who are you reporting like is it a particular a particular uh group of people that you're reporting on uh is it everybody that's coming in there that you have a suspicion about uh who what what triggers your suspicion uh i'm just trying to i'm just trying to you know I'm just trying to get a sense of, you know, whatever. And sure, sure, we want people, if you see something, say something. But I'm just trying to get to the, you know, just trying to get to the heart of it. But, you know, greater minds than me will will, uh, will work this out, I guess, you know. But I, I just felt like, don't you talk to somebody first before you, like, do this? Like, don't you like, hey, I've noticed this, 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 this. And maybe you keep a little running list, you know. I mean, because you got all the information in front of you, you could just document it. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just odd to me. I don't know. I just, I just feel like people. I think people' motivations sometimes are just such racist undertones, you know. And and I and I bet that's at the heart of it, you know. Uh, Cause there, you know, there's human trafficking going on uh, everywhere. I but but we're not noticing that. Do you know what I mean? Like there's human trafficking going on. Um, I I, I don't think it's happening yet. I I could be wrong. I don't know. i I've, I've not heard this, and I I've been involved in doing stopping human trafficking work for a long time. Um, I've not seen that, but. It doesn't mean it's not true. Just, just, I don't know how true it is. So, uh, I'm just saying it's a lot. (laughs) It is, it is so, so, so much. So, so much. So, so much. So, so much,
1: you know, just
0: go with people. Just go with it. <clears throat> and, uh, you just try to, just try to do the best you can, I guess, but I'm sure, um, there'll be more, uh, uh, there'll be more news about it, uh, in the, uh, in the days ahead. And, uh, you know, the independent will keep us, uh, uh, the independent will keep us
1: uh, on top of it you know um, So we'll follow along. But
0: you know, read the comments <laughs> everybody, everybody got a uh, everybody's got an opinion about it, and uh, it's just uh, quite interesting to me. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, I don't. I don't have any real. Um, I don't have any real plans today. Like I don't have any after work plans. I do believe I'm on Lucy's show at one o'clock, to you know, to to recap the year's arts going on, and I I'm gonna go back and look at my um. I'm gonna go back and look at my um. My calendar and see what I saw. Cause I saw some amazing stuff, but you know, the year is 365 days and, uh, you know, I might've missed some stuff. And I, you know, I know I saw some
1: great stuff, so I'm not even, you know, uh, uh,
0: I might've missed some stuff and I don't, I don't want to like I could I could say all the symphony stuff I enjoyed. Uh, arts and Ideas, of course. I loved Arts and Ideas. Uh, so I gotta go back and look and see. I love the homecoming thing for uh oh, I love the um um uh, Black Wall Street on the green. I thought that was just amazing.
1: I enjoyed that very much. Uh you know, so, uh, so um,
0: that's the, uh, so, I, so I get at some thought because, uh, you know, I think it'd be me and Brian and some other folks who, uh, you know, who follow art, who have their hand in arts, that kind of thing uh i saw good stuff at um cafe nine this year that i enjoyed very much uh, i let's see um, oh god there was a lot of stuff that i went to Ooh, lots and lots samara joy and westport i thought that was amazing stuff on martha's vineyard i thought was great uh,
1: uh and uh let's see
0: um i'll have time to dig through my my calendar and highlight the things that i thought were good um some good theater i think i've seen some good theater um i'm sure i'm gonna add a year of magical thinking to the to the lineup after i see it on
1: tomorrow see it on Saturday uh, uh, so so yeah so yeah 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 yeah
0: i'm 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 uh I'm responding to stuff as I'm trying to talk you know which is a a no no <laughs> You know, uh, I'm I'm doing my own thing. So anyway, uh, I don't have a guest today. I do have guests next week, though. I've got the modern opera folks coming on next week, so I'm looking forward to to having them
1: on. Uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So it's a good day. So uh, I'm I'm feeling a little hungry. I didn't get any coffee. So I think I'm gonna make some coffee at my break because every day I gotta have some coffee now. Because you know, I put the adaptogens in and I like it. So I gotta have some coffee. So, uh, so I'm gonna have some coffee. I don't have any like snacks. I should make an egg. I might have time to make an egg because my trainer told me, don't be showing up in here with no breakfast in you. So I was like, okay, so I might have an egg. I went to Barber's yesterday and had breakfast because they, they have blueberry pancakes that I like. So when I go to Barber's, this is what I like to have. I like to have scrambled egg, corned beef hash, and blueberry pancakes. And and coffee, but I didn't have coffee yesterday because I had coffee at home. Uh, so I had that yesterday. And then, and then we went out to dinner last night, me, Ife, and uh, Marquisia. We went to Manhari's. And uh, Lisa Gray was saying goodbye to friends, so it was nice to sort of say goodbye to her because she's leaving this weekend to go back to Oakland, where she is from. So, uh, so, uh, so we were in there at Mahari's last night. I had steak, which was really good with vegetables, which is probably what I should be eating. Um, and and wine, a glass, couple of glasses of wine. But it was really nice to just sit and laugh and talk and catch up because I hadn't I hadn't seen them in, in such a while. I mean, I see Ife all the time, but I don't see Marquisha uh, as much as I see Ife. So it was really nice uh, to to do that. You know, we're getting on the holidays, and so uh, I think uh, Ife is going to go see um, uh, Raven uh, uh, shortly for Christmas, and uh, and you know, the rest of us will be here doing whatever it is we do. Uh, I'll be doing some work in the house, so I'm looking forward to that. So I have a whole week uh, off because the. Uh... <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Quinette Dickerson. How's everything out there in in uh, California? Yes, give me a merry spirit. So thank you for listening in to that. Thank you very much. I've been reading the Abbott, you know, re- messages for Abbott, you know, as we're in this season of waiting. So, so yeah, so I'm gonna spend my, my Christmas week, um, painting and just, uh, trying to bring some order to my space, you know? So that's not where I want it to be, but I'm gonna get it there. Uh I moved some stuff around the section of sectional got out of the, uh, uh, got out of the living room, but my son had to move back in for a period of time and so now i gotta blow a bed in there so i'm like okay <laughs> so i slowly but surely i'm just trying to have my space to myself <laughs> at some point so we'll just keep pushing uh, we'll just keep pushing and do the best that we can so i'm looking forward to uh you know uh handling the, uh, moving stuff around, putting stuff away, and,
1: uh, you know, so that's where we at, and I hope the
0: weather holds up, like, I hope the weather is nice, I hope the weather, uh, just stays decent, and,
1: uh, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Because uh, I don't want snow. Although, did you see the flurries yesterday? I was in Hamden. I saw the flurries. I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, the flurries. Is it flurries? I was like, okay. Oh, they got it up.
0: The, the, the year of Baldwin. The year of Baldwin. So. Cool. so this is the stuff that they're going to do
1: at Possible Futures, you know. Okay, it's going to be lit. And then uh, when the
0: spring comes around, uh, we'll do some, uh, we'll put some stuff on the porch. We'll have some conversations on the porch.
1: You know, we'll we'll do some cool stuff, and uh, it'd be it'd be fun.
0: And uh, 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 the year of Baldwin, James Baldwin, would be a hundred years old. Well, he would have been a hundred years old. Uh, so, so we're gonna celebrate. And you know, for me, Baldwin is probably so much more uh, relevant now. I mean, it's amazing how you know you read something by Baldwin now and you're like, whoa. <laughs> right? Like you read something by Baldwin now, you see some, you see an interview or a clip or something, or you read any of the Baldwin books, and you're like, did he just write that yesterday? Did he write that yesterday? Like, no, he wrote this mess 40, 50 years ago. And and we are, and we are still very much uh still standing in the in the reeling of uh uh of uh baldwin and it is uh uh, it is it is it is quite uh, illuminating to think that uh we we are still uh, challenged by these moments around race and economics and poverty and uh oh Jeez, (laughs) we are still wrestling with these things that uh, Baldwin talked about, you know, and was so eloquent about. Uh, So, you know, and I think there's some stuff going on in Paris, in France for Baldwin, because we had talked about, uh, you know, is there things that we could go to um, that's happening? So, and I don't know where we left things off, but we certainly, we certainly we were certainly thinking about it, you know, like serious conversation. You know, once you get to once you get the travel bug in you, you are just like, oh, I want to go everywhere. I want to everywhere, everywhere, all at
1: once, you know. So we'll we'll, uh, you know. So we'll see what happens, but it's very exciting.
0: Shout out to Rebecca Moore at the Arts Council. Um, she is uh, in the nonprofit cohort, nonprofit management cohort for emerging leaders of color program. High five because we need folks of color uh, leading these arts organizations, and the way to do that is to sort of prepare them to lead these organizations. So uh, I'm delighted to uh, to share that news. It's up on social media, so. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's up on social media, so it's pretty good, uh, pretty pretty damn good. So uh, uh,
1: let's see, um, isn't that
0: time of year that um, our friend Amazar buried her husband? Wow, it just seems, uh, just seems like a a short period of time ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like a like a short period of time. And I know to her it feels very much like yesterday, you know. Uh, but still. <sighs> yeah. And I just put his picture away just the other day, as a matter of fact. Because I had it up since uh, I went to the wake. Again, I just
1: said. Let me just uh, let me just let me just put this away, and uh, and uh, let me take it down.
0: And then I see it on my feed. I see it up on the feed. Um, uh, the the uh, a memory. So so it must be
1: uh. It must be a time. So, must be a time. Must be a time. Ah. Yes, so <laughs> true,
0: true, 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 true story. <laughs> True story. So I've got to get I've got to get to read in Black Cake. I might I might find some time today to do it. I don't have any plans today, which is really nice. So I can just do all the things that I want to do uh, while I'm straightening up and moving stuff around. And I need to I got to take some stuff to the dump. I'm not doing that today though. um I got to drop my bike off at the shop. I'm not doing that today either. Um, uh, but I do have things that I need to do, so so maybe I'll see what I can get into. Uh, I might go to the store and uh, have something have something for dinner.
1: We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, uh,
0: we'll see what happens. Because you know, it's already. I haven't even had breakfast. I'm already thinking about dinner. Can you imagine? That's what I'm doing. Uh, I do have to go weight train today, so I will be lifting weight, lifting weight, lifting weight. And uh, I I tell you, I did some squats yesterday, and uh, I was like, all right. You know, I know the the Tina's handle it, but it's been a long time since I've done it, and I was like, oh,
1: okay, Tina's, I see you. you, you, you. You showing up in the real, real kind of ways. You doing it. I'm like, all right. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So uh uh.
0: Let's see what else is happening. I love when you get to Fridays. Because Fridays, uh Christine Ullman and Rebel Montez are playing at Cafe Nine on Sunday. You know, Christmas cheer. And, you know, they rock and roll, folks. So they, it's going to be rock and roll. So if you if you could brave the weather on Sunday, I'm thinking about it. It depends. If, I, if the weather is really janky, I'm not even trying to do it. But if it's just like, eh, I might roll down there. Because I was going to go to the girlfriend's thing, but I don't feel like getting dressed up. Which is odd, because, you know, I love dressing up. <laughs> I love dressing up. But I'm starting to wind down from from that now, right? I got a couple of holiday parties coming up the next couple of weeks, but they don't require a heavy lift, you know. They don't require full-on glamour. You know, I'll be I'll look nice, but you know, I won't be I won't be glamorous. I mean I'm always glamorous, but I won't be glamorous. So so that's 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 where I'm at. So I you know, I got a few things I gotta do. I gotta find my Christmas cards, start my Christmas cards um i'm not behind yet uh uh, so i'll get some of those started maybe that's i'll do some of that this weekend you know like stuff around the house laundry stuff like that you know put things away Uh, uh look at closets see what needs to come and go and you know what can i do what can i wash up what can i get prepared for for the coming week and just you know enjoy the weekend and uh you know just just be about it a little bit um because i don't have to be anywhere until saturday evening so it's one of these rare weekends uh, where i don't have to you know have a commitment so so i kind of like that so yeah that's where i'm at and uh you know let me take a look at see what's uh what's on the cover of the yeah, inner city news, which I I think I already know, uh, cause uh I get the um I get the uh what do I get? I get the little uh newsletter thing, and uh, it gives me uh it gives me the snapshot, the digital paper, which I which I like, but you can always go and you know. Oh, so we're leading with the uh, on the website. If you go to the website, the uh the spades, the the seventh annual spades tournament in, in Hilton Head is set for February. And this is this is some blackety black, black, black right there. <laughs> this is blackety black, black, black. You know, just uh, the seventh annual spades tournament scheduled for February 2024 in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. You can't get no black in that you can't get no blacker than that uh so uh i'm just telling you you just can't get any blacker than that a spades tournament come on and it's like the seventh year so i had to run it because it's just too juicy not to (laughs) you know uh, i don't you know of course we have all the other stuff and uh uh and you know we pull a lot of stuff from the Navy Independent because that's local stuff, and the folks that read us don't have access to the Behaving Independent, you know, or or they're just not savvy enough to get on, you know. So we so we so we curate from them, you know. We pull the stuff that uh, we find of great interest, and uh, and we just rock with it, you know. We just rock with it. Um, so yeah, so the digital paper is up. Uh, I think you'll, I think people will appreciate it. Um, you know, and we, we got a little chock full of all kinds of stuff. And, you know, we, we, we did some world age day follow-up stuff and we talked about Church Street South and, you know, stuff that we pull from other news outlets, maybe Independent, Connecticut News Junkie, uh, the arts paper. So, you know, and then, and then of course, you know, national stuff, cause we belong to some wires, some black wires. You know, I mean, we you know we're talking about stuff how Ghana is uh, you know is talking uh, reparations and what that means. You know, they had a whole summit uh, to 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 talk about uh, a global fund for Africans uh, on on how to do reparations or thinking about reparations. You know, you know white folks not gonna run that in their paper. They're not gonna run that nowhere. So, so we depend on black news outlets to sort of gather information about black people across the diaspora, you know, because that stuff is important, you know. And yes, local news is important. You damn right it is. But for for us though, what is happening in other parts of the world is important. It is very important, you know. Like what? And 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 by world I mean Texas, Oakland, uh, Detroit. You know, all the places like what is happening? What is happening in Kansas City? You know, and and can we learn something when we see other places do stuff, particularly around, you know, uh, issues that are important to black and brown people? You know, how do we, this is how we learn and this is how we could take from lessons learned. Uh, Maybe there's something going on in Austin that we could replicate in New Haven. But if you never share information, you have no way of knowing. You just have no way of knowing. You know, and so this is why I think, you know, black press is so important, Um, because there's just some things that mainstream white mainstream media is just not going to share. They're happy to they're happy to share us killing each other. They're happy to share us being lynched or harassed or acting a fool or any old kind of stuff. But anything that's about the uplift. uh uh, and uh, empowerment of Black and Brown people across the diaspora, you're not going to see that. And I'm not I'm not just saying that because I'm making that up. I'm saying it because it's the truth. It's just the truth, you know. Um, so, so yeah. So Black Black papers, Black press is necessary. You know. Did you know that Tennessee has the most flu cases in the United States? And guess who that affects. You
1: know, uh,
0: us. And did you know there's this Black woman who, uh, this artist uh, in uh, Africa who uh, tricked out in South Africa, um, has tricked out a car uh, that is quite famous? I didn't even know that until I, you know, read that piece. You know, uh, World AIDS Day, uh, the CDC says America's. It's at a crossroads with HIV and AIDS. I dare say, I think we've been at a crossroads, you know. Uh, and then, and we have a piece up there about uh, uh, caught in the middle. Blacks in Israel um, say war is inhumane. And, and who better than Black people to say that, you know, because I'm sure Ethiopian Jews are having a very tough time and anybody else who is, is Black in Israel, you know. Um, they weren't exactly welcomed to Israel either, Ethiopian Jews. So uh, say whatever you want. Jewish people can say whatever they want, but they. Th- I'm just gonna take the word of Black Jewish people who say this, this, this is happening. <laughs> no shade to Jewish people because I know there's, there's some staunch Jewish people out there be like, this is not right. This is not right. You know. You know this is not right, and. I'm just always gonna stand on the side of right. I, right is right. I don't care who what side it falls on. You know we have to stop killing people. I, I, everybody <laughs> but but the ones who are the biggest and baddest on the on the on the school grounds gotta 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 cease fire. I mean, seriously <laughs> that's just how that's gotta go. you know, and we could argue. You know, people's defend the right to defend themselves and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I hear everything about it. But guess who's, guess who's firing now? So you have to stop. Everybody has to stop. You know, the ones with the biggest guns got to stop now. <laughs> Frightening. So I'm going to brew some coffee and uh, then I'll come back. We'll talk about something entirely different. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on in the world. And there's some movies coming out. Uh, I was thinking about Willy Wonka because now that I see the the whole, the movie cast, they've been like on Good Morning, like next week they're gonna be in Good Morning America every day. But I've been watching them move in the spaces and I was like, I wasn't gonna go see it. And I'm not, i wait till it streams. And I was like, you know what? I might see it. Well, because I think that kid is cute. The Charlamagne kid, I think he's he's a handsome kid, you know? um the color purple i'm hearing good things about but i I don't think i'm a go see it i don't know i think i could wait for that to stream too you know i mean i already know this story it's you know i know the story i i know it's nice to get a new turn at things and a new fresh perspective i get it i get it but i don't know i might not be in the mood i mean i think the songs would be great i think a musical is great but We'll see what happens. So I'm going to make some coffee. I'll be back.
2: <laughs> God knows this time of year can be so hard. Especially when life ain't been no crystal stir I try to hide away, but I don't care far. Cause you're right there to catch it. And you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven. If your home was built before 1978, your paint or even the soil around your home could contain lead. Lead paint can harm young children, affecting their kidneys and brain, slowing a child's growth and making learning difficult. But lead poisoning is 100% preventable. We have funding to keep you and your family safe. To learn more about our program, visit nhbhealth.org. Together, New Haven, we can get the lead out. I simply stated there's no place I'd rather be. It's Christmas time for you and me, girl. Spread love, peace, and joy throughout the world. While every little boy's trying to find something for his favorite girl. Yes, baby, your Santa Claus is on his way. He'll be keeping you satisfied Christmas Day. What can I do to make your dreams come true for Christmas? To make your heart sing So you'll be mine For Christmas Mm -hmm. Have a merry Christmas, babe
3: Hey, girl
2: There'll be jingle bells for you and me We'll snuggle by the Christmas tree A celebration of green and gold. We'll sing along tonight, King Cole. Good tidings to all and to all good cheer. I just want to know my baby's here. Keeping me warm all through the night, yeah. I've got an angel by my side. What can I do to make your dreams come true for Christmas? I bring to make your heart sing tonight so you will be mine christmas is finally here i'll be yours any time of the year and i would do anything all i want the joy you bring, I'll give you my heart wrapped up in a bow. La 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 la, all the way we go, girl. It's Christmas when I'm loving you, yeah. What can I do, hey. to make your dreams come true for Christmas? Be mine for Christmas. Ooh. What can I bring you, girl? Oh. I want to make your dreams come true So you'll be mine I want to be your. baby we can cuddle over by the
3: fire yeah i like that have a merry christmas
2: girl you 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 think you're bad don't you (laughs) i know you do you said anything
4: girl i'd give you anything balls high
5: downtown shines with colored lights and music fills the air when you see a spark in strangers eyes and laughter's everywhere when the spirit warms you to the bone even though it's freezing cold it's christmas christmas everywhere and everywhere is home yeah the customs may be different but the message is the same All to bring up the best in everyone it's love by any name It may be snow or sandy shores with family or alone But it's Christmas Christmas everywhere and everywhere is home The world is getting
0: small this is bad for all by baby and you're listening to
5: Desperate 103.5 FM streaming live in the universe. What you call it, I don't care. Just hold each other dear. If you celebrate the season with a glass of Christmas cheer, or if you fall down on your knees thanks cause that's what you believe. Doesn't matter how much time has passed, how far away you've gone. But it's Christmas, Christmas everywhere and everywhere is home. It's Christmas, Christmas everywhere and everywhere is home.
0: Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Baz, Love, Talk. (laughs) I'm Babs Rozzavie. I'm eating some mixed nuts. And drinking some coffee with some adaptogen cream, creamer. And a dollop, a little drop of uh, MCT oil.
1: Because, you know, brain health. That's the goal. Um, So, yeah. All right. Let me see what's going on in the
0: world. It's Friday. And it feels very laid back for Friday. Usually I'm ready. I'm usually like hyped up and ready to jump into stuff, but I don't, I don't feel that today. I feel very um, wanting to ease into the day. And maybe that's nice for a Friday, you know, because we were out last night, which was nice. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm, a, I'm excited to go work out, come back. I got to pick up a prescription at CVS. You know, mundane stuff. I need some uh, paint rollers. I want to open this trim and put some trim on the on the wall and see what it looks like. You know, I, I think I might do that because I want to see the color. So I might pop by like you know Home Depot or Lowe's or somewhere and get some rollers so I could get up and do my thing. You know. <laughs> and then uh I you know sort through stuff because this weekend, hopefully I'll hear back and I'll start sending off my applications. And I'll pour over the requirements for the schools that I want to apply to for law school. I mean, I may not get in, in anywhere, but you know, and if I do get in, I don't know how I'm gonna pay for it. And that's real. And you know, I I'm I have to be okay with that too. Sometimes we don't get everything we want. And no, I'm not suggesting that I can't get in. I'm not suggesting that I can't find the money. I'm just saying, I just, I
1: just I'm gonna walk into this. Well, real. So that's about it. This coffee is good. Mm Mm-mm-mm. mm 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 mm. I
0: might make me a grand salad for dinner, you know, chopped lettuce, the whole thing. Or maybe I'll just buy a salad. <laughs> I'll go get me a, a grilled chicken salad from somewhere. Or <laughs> go to the salad store and uh you know, pull together a couple of salads for myself. Um, because uh I don't want to uh I don't want to go to the store and buy all the ingredients. You know, it's hard when you're just one person. You know, because if you don't eat salads back to back, if you don't use it all up, it goes bad. I don't I don't want to do that. You know, I really don't want to do that. So, uh, I'll take my time and uh you
1: know,
0: go easy so so yeah so i know it's probably cost effective but maybe not because if you buy stuff and you throw it away how cost effective is that i mean i wish i could tell you i would you know i don't not cooking for children or anything so or family so i don't there's no necessary you know and i don't i just don't want to be cooking i do though want to get on the hunt for the uh the impossible burger people made an impossible hot dog. I might try to go find that joker. Cause if I find it, then I could get sauerkraut and I got to get, you know, sometimes when you buy all this new sauerkraut, I bought two different containers of sauerkraut a while back. And it just was not the sauerkraut that I had a taste for. And, you know, all these fancy craft things, sometimes, are just not worth the effort. You just need old school sauerkraut in a can with a can opener. <laughs> you feel me? Old school sauerkraut that's been sitting in a can. Take a fork, then you put it in a tupperware, you put it in the fridge. That's what I need. I need old school sauerkraut, not this sauerkraut, craft sauerkraut. With all these, you know, ingredients in it. It's like, no, cabbage and vinegar. That's what I, I need that. (laughs) And if cats sell, if if the cat's delicatessen sells uh, sauerkraut by the pine or whatever, I'll go over there and I'll buy it. Because I like their sauerkraut, you know. But I'm going to go look for the impossible dog. Let's see if they have it. I gotta, gotta, that's a search because I don't feel like driving all around the creation uh, for it. So I might do that. I might do that today. That might be what I do. Uh, I don't, you know, so I have to go to places where I think they might have it. And that might be, you know, out to that might be out to Whole Foods again. I like going to Whole Foods, but even they look, felt a little, uh, they felt a little uh, not where I wanted to uh, be. You know, I like going there, but sometimes, okay, that's the bratwurst.
1: Uh But they, they have an impossible, yeah. So um let's see. Somebody's got Impossible Foods.
0: Yeah, they got a they got a uh a a, a a hot dog. And I'm just trying to figure out where it is. You know. Or maybe they haven't uh they haven't launched it yet. I see the Bratwurst. I've had the Bratwurst. I've not had the uh
1: the hot dogs. So now I gotta go
0: and look for them. You know. And you know, hot dog reviews are a suspect. I don't I I and and people who like vegan plant-based stuff, I don't trust some people's taste.
1: You know. I'm just saying. You know. And there's no such
0: thing as a healthy hot dog. I don't care if it's plant-based or not. It's processed, whatever. So it's not going to be good for you. But I'm not talking about eating it every day. I'm talking about when you want a hankering for some food that is just not good for you. Everybody has it. Potato chips ain't good for you either. But every now and again, you got to have a potato chip. (laughs) Sounds like I'm looking for a man, the impossible dog. (laughs) No, Harry. <laughs> Harry, I saw a meme yesterday that cracked me up. It said, "Or it said, "Hey sis, you wasting your time on these dating apps. What you need to do is go to the obituary page uh and look for the widowers, you know, the men who's who's uh, uh whose spouses who uh, who have said uh, you know, he was a good and abiding she was a good and abiding wife or some old mess, you go look for you, look for the obituaries and scan somebody who has been married <laughs> and has been married for a considerable amount of time.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, the impossible dog doesn't come out until 2024. Okay. So, all right. I tried it. I tried it. I tried it. You know, they're doing pop-ups in places, you know, um, like uh, New York. So they're going to test them in New York. Oh, well, they've been testing them. I mean, I already had the plant-based bratwurst, which is nice, and the Italian sausage. So I've had the sausages and the brats, which are really, really good. They are really good. are really good. But I want a hot dog, hot dog. Do you know what I mean? So. So who knows we'll see what happens. We'll see maybe I'll just uh so I don't I don't trust reviews of, of people who who pick out good vegan hot dogs because vegan hot dogs some plant-based hot dogs are <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple and I do not like them. but if I could get to the flavor of a hot dog without having a hot dog hot dog, I would do that, and then I follow this cat on uh, Instagram. I think his name is Curtis. Uh, he has a, he has a hot dog stand in uh, Crenshaw in L.A. And you know he's he I love his Instagram, his TikTok, whatever it is. So he talks about how he's the only one in the country to cut up the hot dog. He cuts him down the middle, and then he cuts him up in the in the hot dog, uh, and then he puts it. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful work of art the way you do these hot dogs. And I, I put message in there. I said, listen, I just want a simple jumble dog with yellow mustard and sauerkraut. So he messaged me back. He's like, Babs, I got you. Come through. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in Connecticut. I'm not going to Crenshaw. I can't get to Crenshaw in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> ooh. Oh, but babe, them hot dogs look damn good on that grill. So I don't know where he is on Crenshaw. My California people know him. Uh, he 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 has some beautiful hot dogs on that grill. And he was putting all kinds of stuff. And he got a whole technique on how to do chili dogs and relish, all the stuff. And I was just like, I don't need all that on a hot dog. I just need yellow mustard. Oh, can I just tell you too? I was in Ikea yesterday, the day before. I don't know what the hell's happened in Ikea, but it was a terrible experience. And then I had the nerve to go. And I wanted a hot dog. Because sometimes a hot dog at Ikea is pretty good. They're cheap. They're how this hot dog wasn't even hot. And then they had a, a, a mustard dispenser. And it had honey mustard in the dispenser. So I don't know if that was for, you know, the pretzels that they sell or whatever. It was horrible on a hot dog. I was like, Egh. it was wretched. I was just so disappointed with IKEA yesterday. IKEA felt like Walmart yesterday. It was in there. It was like a line. They had one cash register, and the and the self serve cash register was all down. This is why we still need people to work. I, this this technology mess is annoying. So, so finally somebody comes and opens another register, and you know all the registers they don't take cash; they just take. Cards and one register takes care. Oh, I mean, it's just a pain in the ass. And then so I go to the food court after I buy what I buy. (laughs) Excuse me. I go to the food court and I'm standing there and the little man is on his phone. I don't know what is happening. I just don't know because I have been in there so long. Well, apparently, you have to go to the kiosk and order and then he gets it and then he'll you know, so he's pointing to the thing. And I'm like, what is he pointing at? So I, so I went over to the kiosk. I ordered two hot dogs and a drink and I put my money in. Those were the worst hot dogs I have ever had. Ikea, I don't know what you are doing, but it was terrible.
1: Uh, uh.
0: I should have got the vegan hot dog. I was gonna, but I was like, no, let me get a a hot dog, hot dog. I'll never do that again. It was terrible. That Honey mustard? I couldn't find any yellow mustard, like regular yellow mustard. That mess was terrible. I should just put ketchup on it. If I was going to put sugar, I might as well use red sugar. (laughs) It was awful. I was just so disgusted. I did not enjoy my time in Ikea yesterday. I just did not enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy it. I don't know if they just didn't have enough people. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. I mean, I'll be back because, you know, I care, but I don't know. Maybe it was the time of day. I don't know. And I didn't walk to the show rooms. I went right to the market. I bought some wine glasses because I needed some red wine glasses. Because, you know, they're like six, you know, whatever they are. You don't care if you break them because you can go get more, you know. So I bought a, and I bought a soap dispenser, a glass soap dispenser because I want one in the kitchen to sit up on the counter instead of having a big container of dishwashing liquid on the counter. Ugh. So yeah, that was... And I had to get some curtain rods because hey, curtains in the, in the room where Margo is once we move stuff out the way. So that's what we're going to do. That's what I plan on doing this weekend. And then I got to go get some paint brushes because I want to take a look at this paint on the walls. I'm just going to roll some out on the wall and on the trim and see what it looks like in different different variations of the day. <laughs> see if I like this color and where else I could use this color. Because I'm thinking the kitchen color that I that I bought. And I bought paint from Claire. You know, Claire is that sister who uh, who uh, made all this wonderful no-voke paint. You know, paint that doesn't, like, harm you. And uh, and it's a very curated list of colors, um, and I've been thinking about a color for the uh, for this apartment, um, and I like uh, and I bu- I bought paint for my bedroom, and then I bought paint for the kitchen, and I think the kitchen color is like a peachy orange color, soft, because um, I want I want brightness, but we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And I want—I think I want a dramatic, moody living room. Maybe we'll see. You know, so much to do, so little time. So anyway, I'm gonna—I'm gonna go to the gym and work out, and uh, you know, get myself strong, and then. Uh, I need to, uh, my suitcase is already out. I've got to uh, see where I need to go to uh, get a yellow fever. Uh, Oh, Ellen Holly. Do y'all remember Ellen Holly from, uh, she used to be on the soap operas uh, on One Life to Live. So she was a black woman that passed as a white woman on the soap operas. And uh, she was 92. That's a long life. See, I I, I I, want that kind of longevity. You know what I mean? So, so Ellen Holly was the first Black person to star in a soap opera uh, with her lead role on One Life to Live. And she died Wednesday at Calvary Hospital in the Bronx. She was 92. She died in her sleep. If you got to die, that's how I want to do it. So her, her first roles on television included appearances on The Big Story in 1957, The Defenders in 1963, Sam Benedict in 1963, Dr. Kildare in 1964, and The Doctors and the Nurses in 1963 and 1964. Uh, Holly played the groundbreaking character Carla Gray on the hit ABC show One Life to Live from 1968 to 1980 and 1983 to 1985. Uh, she was personally chosen for the role by television producer Agnes Nixon after she saw a New York Times opinion piece at Holly Road called "How Black Do You Have to Be?" about the difficulty of finding roles as a light-skinned Black woman. Holly was born on January 16, 1931, in Manhattan to parents William uh, Garnet Holly, a chemical engineer, and uh and a uh, Grace, or is it Grace or Gracie Holly, a housewife and a writer. Wow. Did they really say a housewife and a rider? <laughs> um uh uh a graduate of Hunter College she became a member of Delta Sigma Theta sorority during her college years. And uh, Holly began her acting career in New York City and Boston stages and she made her Broadway debut in uh, Too Little No, in Too Late the Fila, the Too Late the Filler Rope, Follower Rope in 1956, and she went on to star in the Broadway production Face of a Hero, Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright, and A Hand is on the Gate. So from 1958 to 1973, she led the productions of numerous Joseph Patton, New York uh, Shakespeare Festival productions, and throughout her years in the theater, she worked opposite such luminaries as Roscoe Lee Brown and James Earl Jones, Jack Lemmon, Barry Sullivan, and Cicely Tyson. Holly also studied with dance pioneer Catherine Dunham, and was passionate about the role of dance in revealing the richness of African-American culture. On One Life to Live, her attempt to come to terms with her racial identity and her love triangle with two doctors, one white, the other black, helped launch viewership of the nascent soap opera into high ratings. Holly was featured in such publications as Newsweek's TV Guide, Ebony Soap Opera Digest, and the New York Times. Soon, there were Black storylines and All My Children in General Hospital, helping ABC to dominate the daytime, uh, dominate daytime for two decades. In later years, Holly spoke out about being underpaid and other mistreatment she claimed she and some other fellow black castmates received from show executives, despite their contributions to the show's success. Listen, it is black people that kept soap operas around and kicking. And the fact that they didn't want to treat these black actors right, it's just more of the usual white supremacy in this country. So she, she continued to, to appear in a small screen on the small screen with a recurring role as a judge on the guiding light from 1988 to 1993. And in the heat of the night from 1989 to 1990, as well as the television movie, 10,000 Black Men Named George, alongside Andre Brower and Mario Van Peebles. And she also appeared on the big screen in Take a Giant Step, Cops and Robbers, and Spike Lee's School Days. Holly wrote numerous pieces for the New York Times. In 1996, her autobiography, One Life, the Autobiography of an African American Actress, was published and reflective of a life dedicated to the arts and civil rights causes. In her final years, she began uh, preparations on a documentary about her life, and the storied activism of her family. And in the 1990s, she took the civil service examination and became a librarian, serving as such for many years at White Plains Public Library. In her autobiography, she referred to her years as some of the happiest of her life. Holly was predeceased by her younger sister, Jean H. Grant, and her niece, Holly Grant Jones. Uh, she is survived by grandnieces, Alexa and Ashley Jones. Uh, daughters of her beloved niece, Holly Grant Jones, who predeceased her and their father, Xavier Jones, first cousins, Wanda. Uh, oh, she's got a whole bunch of people. In keeping with Holly's wishes, there will be no funeral. As an expression of sympathy, donations may be made to the Obama Presidential Center or St. Jude's Christian Children's Research Hospital. Oh, that's pretty interesting. How they gonna do an Omega Mega service if she ain't gonna have no service?
1: <sighs> wow, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty pretty intense. Okay, all right. Mm.
0: So that's the news. There's some news there. You know, uh, there's some news there. And we're all waiting for Sierra to have this baby. Does she have the baby yet? When is this baby coming? Is this baby coming on Christmas Day? Because Sierra looked like she's about ready to drop this baby any minute now. Oh, Lord, we're waiting for this baby. Anyway, just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, you know what? It's Auntie Mall weekend. So if you, if you have opportunity to get over to well, a lot of studio this weekend, you know, they do the annual anti-mall shopping, holiday shopping. So feel free to to make your way over there and see all the artisans, um, 14 local vendors for the holiday shopping season. So it's a, it's a, it's a shop small. So you have, uh, let's see, what time? You have uh, all kinds of stuff going on uh, on Saturday from 12 to 6. So if you're out in the valley you need some Christmas presents, you're doing your Christmas shopping, shop small, shop local. So a lot of studio. I, I, I've gone in years past. It's always a good time. I, I've got stuff that I still have that I bought. So, so feel free to like, you know, make your way uh, over. Make your, make your way over to uh, lot of studio over there in the Westville village you know, up, up uh, Whaley Avenue,
1: you know, up that way. So I'm just saying,
0: uh, make your way. Uh, and and the weather will be good tomorrow. So you can just park and walk and stroll and, uh, and get out a lot of studio too. like walk across the street to the other places too. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on over there. A whole bunch of shopping that you can do. So. You know so i'm just saying uh you know go and do some stuff this is a good weekend to do it the weather is nice it'll be sunny halfway sunny you could eat you know you get some coffee a pistachio if you like i like that rose coffee with the uh, oat milk latte the rose latte i like it so who knows you might see me i doubt it i got stuff that i need to do I'm- i need to be close to the house i've been putting off things and this is a good good weekend to like get into what i need to do so uh so i just you know take my word for it go uh, a friend of mine just posted something that i just thought was really really good i want to read it before we go uh it's uh it's under the uh it's by uh, uh louise uh uh erdrick and it's from the book the painted drum you can get it on amazon and uh it's a it's a it's a my friend jackie shelton green who was the poet laureate for north carolina posted it this morning and I, I think this is a nice nice thing to take into the weekend on top of the advent stuff but You know, life will break you. Nobody can protect you from that. And being alone won't either. For solitude will also break you with its yearning. You have to love. You have to feel. It is the reason you are here on earth. You have to risk your heart. You are here to be swallowed up. And when it happens that you are broken or betrayed or left or hurt or death brushes too near, let yourself sit. By an apple tree and listen to the apples falling all around you in heaps, wasting their sweetness. Tell yourself that you've tasted as many as you could. I just like that because that's what life is, right? Like no one, no one is, no one leaves this life unscathed. You're gonna have heartache and disillusionment and betrayal and disappointment. You're gonna have all those bona fide emotions. But none of that should stop you from eating apples. <laughs> as many as you can. <laughs> as many as many as you can. I'm here to tell you. If you're waiting for a sign, let what I just said be the sign. Don't wait for another five pounds. Don't wait for another whatever. Get in there and just do it. You know,
1: just do it. That's all I'm going to say. Just do it. And uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot. So,
0: you know, that's the way of the world. So I want you everybody to you know, uh, take in this weekend and uh, find something to get into. You know, if if you're feeling the holiday spirit, feel the holiday spirit. Um, if you're decorating trees, decorate away. If you are lighting menorahs, get your fanciest menorah out. Don't save it for special occasions. You know, if you've got uh, 20,000 menorahs, put them all out and light them all. Seriously, don't save them. You know, don't like, oh, we're not going to use this one this year. We're going to use the other one. You know, if you have ornaments, put them out. Don't save them. Um, use this time right now to just be grateful and celebratory and happy. And you can hold all the emotions. We have the capacity to uh, sit in solitude and sit with sorrow. And we also have the capacity to be celebratory. You do not have to choose one or the other. You can be sad uh, for some things in the world and you can be celebratory toward other things in the world. We have the capacity to do that. That's what makes us great as humans, that we have the capacity. And you don't have to lose sight of either one of those things. You know, you're not disrespectful to the sadness by celebrating and you're not discounting sadness for celebrating. You know, and you're not celebrating and discounting sadness. You're not doing that. You have the capacity to hold all the emotions. Uh, we have the capacity to shift uh, back and forth uh, as as moments call us to do. So, 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 put away guilt feelings of whatever. Uh, rejoice in 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 being able to put your arms around your loved ones. Rejoice in that. Um, and mourn if you need to mourn those that have passed, those that have have moved on to the next realm, you know and and it's all right to stand in solidarity with Israel and and have great empathy and care and concern for Palestine. we are we are all people on this planet. You do not have to dis, you do not have to uh, 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 call your loyalties into question. You are human first before any label that you put upon yourself before you identify as anything you are human first and the more that you have empathy for others that are outside of whatever it is the label that you you slap on yourself whatever label you identify as um you know it's not going to make you less human to care about the plight of other people it's not going to make you less human it's not going to make you less jewish to care about uh Palestinians and the genocide of Palestine it's not gonna make you less Jewish <laughs> it's not gonna it's not gonna make you less white if you care about what happens in Africa it's just not it's not gonna make you less black if you concern yourself with what is going on in the streets uh uh uh, uh in America it's just not so you know so so think about that when you are watching things. And, and don't other, don't other, don't say, oh, those people or that. No, it is we, it is we, it is us, it is all of us. We are all breathing the same air. We are all under the same sun. We're all under the same moon. We are all walking on this planet. You know, uh, we are, we are all here together. Um, And so once we decide to uh, take down the barriers of, of othering, uh, maybe we can get to some peace. Maybe we can get to some peace. Uh, that's my hope. That's what I'm going to walk into the weekend with. I hope you do, too. I will see you all on Monday. Ashe, amen. Mazel tov. I'll see y'all when I see you. Merry Christmas. Harry, this better be some Christmas music.
3: <laughs> I don't want a lot more. <laughs> there is just one thing I need. I don't care about the present Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come